Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with escape bride Kimberly Burgoyne-Smith, who was married at Walt Disney World at Seabreeze Point. And I thought you guys would be interested to hear how she and Tasha planned their day and how they decided to come all the way over from the UK to get married at Disney. Welcome, Kimberly. Hey there. So how did you guys decide that you wanted to get married at Disney and you wanted to have an escape collection event? So really, both of us have always loved Disney. And Tash actually used to work at Disneyland Paris. She was a cast member there back before we even met. We then are DVC members at Walt Disney World. And so it's kind of always been our special place. And we actually got engaged over at the Polynesian back in 2015 in September when we had a trip there. And at first, to be honest, we kind of, it was a dream. I'd seen, you know, different brides getting married and when we'd made different trips there. And I kind of thought that it would be something that wouldn't be affordable to us or wouldn't be possible. And it wasn't really until it was going to be my 30th birthday, we, we decided to take a trip in the January of this year. And when we were kind of making ideas for our trip plan, I kind of thought, mm, let's have a look at getting married. And uh, that's when we kind of, and could see that actually it was something that was going to be possible for us. And we kind of just decided to take the plunge really from there. So it was something that was not even supposed to kind of happen. It was a birthday trip. And then next thing we were, we decided to get married. So <laughs> <laughs> that's always the fun way when you, it's like a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, was it a surprise for your friends and family or what did they say when they found out where they were going to have to go for your wedding? <laughs> I think my parents, I don't think, were particularly surprised. They were a bit like, oh, okay, like, this isn't really a shock to us. I think certainly some of our friends were a bit like, wow, you know, they were excited because a lot of our friends have never been to Disney or been to Florida before. So just a lot of excitement, really. I was expecting some negativity, obviously, because traveling from the UK, it's a big financial commitment as well. But actually, we were met with a lot of positivity, which was really, really nice. So we were very lucky. <laughs> That's great. How many guests ended up making the trip? There was 16 of us in total, so 14 guests and then myself and Tash. So, yeah, nice little group. Yeah. That's great. Now, how did you select your ceremony venue? So I always wanted to be outside. Obviously, we don't have the beautiful kind of Orlando weather here in London at all. So for me, I kind of wanted to hopefully make the best use of the good weather. And so I always knew I wanted to be outside and then when I was kind of able to see Seabreeze Point and just see how kind of beautiful it is with you know the water in the background and the whole kind of style of the boardwalk I was like yeah this is you know this is kind of the venue that I want I didn't want anything that felt too kind of formal or church-like I think the wedding pavilion is beautiful but it's kind of not really the, the setting for me I didn't want anything that felt kind of as formal as that so Seabreeze Point really for us was perfect and obviously for the 
kind of numbers that we had only being 14 guests I didn't want anywhere where the guests were kind of lost and it felt too big either so yeah like I say Seabreeze Point was kind of the perfect choice for us. That's a good point yeah. Did you add any like a private catered event or a restaurant reservation after or a dessert party? Yeah so after our ceremony at Seabreeze Point we went across to the yachtsman we had a 5 p.m dinner reservation there for all 16 of us and I have to say that we were really lucky one of the managers there Frank our wedding planner put us in contact with him and he actually gave us his mobile phone number and kind of personal number and we were able to call him and he kind of went through a few ideas with us about putting us in kind of a private semi-private area I should say there so that we were a bit more out of the way which was really nice I was kind of able to ask him, I'd got some table favours and some place cards and things like that just to make it feel a bit more special and a bit more like a wedding rather than just a normal dinner reservation. And he was very kind and we were able to drop those off the day before and the servers put those all out on the tables for us, which was really nice. So uh, that was kind of our dinner at the Yachtsman. And then after dinner, we then went straight across to Epcot and we had a dessert party there, Illuminations dessert party at Canada Overlook, which was fantastic. Absolutely loved it. That's great. Can you tell me a little bit about your process for planning from so far away? It sounds like you got everything sorted with the meal by talking to the manager at Yachtsman. Any other tips for somebody from the UK who might be planning that far away? Yeah. So for us, a lot of it was done over email. Our actual kind of wedding planner from Disney was uh, Nicole McFadden. For us, it was obviously a lot easier to do everything by email. I could kind of ping off an email what would be 8pm, you know, here when I've finished work. And then that would be kind of the first thing that was in her email inbox the next morning. And it, it kind of gives you that ability to just kind of plan things when it's convenient for you. Because obviously, you know, we have a five hour difference here with Orlando. So, Phone calls and stuff sometimes can be difficult because 9 a.m. there is 2 p.m. here and it's kind of like a middle of a working day. Mm. So uh, so a lot of it was done over email. Again, with the yachtsman, like you were saying, I was able to get in contact with the manager and had a phone call with him. I started off the process just by doing a normal ADR. I actually, Tash on her My Disney Experience, booked a table for eight and then on my my Disney experience I made another table for eight and then obviously by speaking with the manager we were kind of able to say look this is actually for 16 we need to kind of merge the two reservations that was the only thing that was a little bit stressful because I actually tried just phoning the normal Disney dining number and I was kind of met with a little bit of silence they were kind of like actually you can't you know you're not supposed to do that Hmm. and they told me off a little bit they were like you know you're not you're not really supposed to do that and you can't have a table for 16 and I was like you know I know this is possible because obviously I'd I'm in some of the other Disney bride groups and things and obviously I've heard on other podcasts and you know and I've read that it's possible so I was a bit like I know that I can do this I just need to find another way to go about it because obviously I'm you know (laughs) I'm getting stuck here so Yeah, that's a great tip about getting the manager's number from your planner. I have a few numbers in the escape section of Passporters, Disney Weddings, and Honeymoons. But if the restaurant, for any listeners who are working on this, if the restaurant that you want is not in the book, definitely ask your planner for the manager's number. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So now which options from the escape package did you guys choose? Did you upgrade anything? 
We did. So in terms of kind of floral, we just went with the tropical bouquet, um, which is one of the standard bouquets that you can pick and the boutonniere and then actually when I was planning with Nicole she told me that it was possible that we made it two bouquets obviously because it's a same sex marriage so that was really uh, like a nice touch because Tash although she wore a suit she actually quite liked the idea of of having the bouquet so we did that so we rather than having the boutonniere and the bouquet we had the two bouquets in terms of the cake we did an upgrade so we went for the Whimsical Romance, which I think is a hun- either 100 or $150 extra to upgrade. But we stayed with the standard cake flavours. So we had the yellow cake with buttercream for the top layer, just because I've got some fussy eaters in my family. So <laughs> I wanted something that was quite plain. And then the bottom layer was the chocolate cake with the almond crunch filling, which was Certainly, that was a choice for me. That was the one that I was, you know, really, really enjoyed. Then in terms of things like decor, we didn't really add too much there. The only thing that we did was we upgraded so that we had chair covers. So we had white chair covers with the navy blue sashes, which I think it's something like $9 a chair to upgrade to those. And we had 16 chairs. And no delivery fee. And then... I think otherwise, that was it. We didn't upgrade anything else. The limo, we just had the standard. They give you four hours in the package. And we just kept with that because obviously everything was in a very close location. We actually only used the limos. We picked up our families in the limos and then we came in the limo as well. And after our ceremony, we never used the limo again. Only our best man took the cake back to his hotel room. Because that's the only problem with the escape is that you're stuck with the cake. (laughs) You do the cake, you have the ceremony. And obviously at Seabreeze Point, you do your cake cutting ceremony there as well. And obviously we were then going straight to the yachtsman and then to Epcot. So I didn't want to have the really, really heavy (laughs) to, you know, top and bottom layer of cake to have to carry around Epcot. So um, our best man quickly kind of snuck off while we were having some couple pictures and he took the cake to his hotel room and we were able to collect that the next day. So that was kind of all we used the limo for because after that we were able to walk everywhere. In terms of photography, obviously you have some time that's allocated in the package. We actually moved that because we wanted to use outside vendors for our photographers. We used David and Vicky Ardent Photography because we just wanted to know really, unfortunately with the package, they're not able to tell you until about a week before who your photographer is going to be. And for me, that was a problem. I wanted to know, you know, the style of photographer that I was going to be having. So we moved the photography package to our dessert party. So at least I kind of knew who would be doing our first look and our ceremony and all of that. And we moved the included time to the, to the dessert party. That's great. But otherwise I think, that was kind of it in terms of it wasn't so much upgrades it was kind of just moving things around and kind of bending the system a little bit (laughs) (laughs) yeah luckily they are flexible enough in some ways that you can do that and you can get a really full day out of an escape package yeah yeah now you've talked a little bit already about some of the timing can you give my listeners an overview of the timeline for your day yeah so um i'd planned to get up around about 7 30 a.m but I couldn't sleep so I was awake from about 6 a.m 
Tash was over at Animal Kingdom with her mum getting ready there. And I was with my mum at the Polynesian and my niece as well, who was my bridesmaid. We had hair and makeup come for the three of us at 10 a.m. And they brought, there was, we used Butte Special and two girls came to do the three of us hair and makeup. Then David and Vicky arrived with Natasha to my room around about 12 o'clock midday to start obviously doing some photography in room, me getting in my dress and pictures of like my shoes and jewellery and all those kind of pictures. And then we had our first look in the grounds of the Polynesian. Like I say, the limo then started off at 1pm collecting different family and friends and taking those to the ceremony location. They actually met our planner at the boardwalk and she walked them to Seabreeze Point from there. And then myself, Natasha, both our mums and my bridesmaid, Alice, we all went together in the limo and we were collected at 1.45pm. Then we had our ceremony at Seabreeze Point at 2.30pm. And after the ceremony, obviously, we went straight into the cake cutting. That's kind of all in the time frame that they allow you. We then had some more photography and that went on until literally until our ADR David and Vicky kind of followed us to the yachtsman. We had pictures at the yacht club as well. We went all around the boardwalk, um, had pictures on the Surrey bikes, inside the photo booths. You know, we'd done all those kind of fun things. We had like a really great time, just the four of us taking pictures. And then, like I say, they, they kind of walked us all the way back. Kind of we did the whole circle and ended up at the yacht club, had pictures there. And then we were ready for our 5 p.m. dining reservation. All our family and friends had kind of already gathered around the yachtsman and they were having some drinks there and obviously we met them and kind of escorted them in for our ADR and then we finished with dinner and it was about quarter to seven we finished with dinner and then we walked straight across International Gateway and we walked there and met our event guide who obviously escorted us in through Epcot we walked past England and the or the UK area and obviously into Canada for our dessert party which was I have to say it was so much fun everybody kind of we all walked together there was me and Tash in the front and then kind of all our 14 family and friends were walking behind us and it was so much fun to have kind of everybody you know like hey look there's a wedding and you know (laughs) everybody waving and shouting congratulations was really fun and then obviously our dessert party wrapped up and that was kind of the end of our evening everybody was exhausted so (laughs) we were staying at the poly so we got on the monorail and everybody else kind of got the Disney buses and stuff back to their separate hotels and just as kind of a fun little story it was so funny because myself and Natasha were the only ones that were catching the monorail we were the only ones staying on the monorail resort and obviously there was just the two of us Tash in her suit me and my big dress with our bouquets and one of the cast members just waved us over and he put us on one of the monorail carriages all on our own. And it's the only time in all of the years that I've been at Walt Disney World that I've ever been in a monorail carriage completely on my own, just with Tash. And so we were there taking selfies and taking pictures of each other because we were like, this is never going to happen again. I'm never going to come to Disney and be on the monorail on my own ever again. So <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> that was really fun. Well, now, I would love to hear a little bit more about the dessert party. How did you guys like the view from Canada Overlook? I have to say, actually, that was one thing that I was a little bit nervous about because, obviously, you're kind of allocated your area, obviously, dependent on availability and kind of dependent on your numbers. So 
at first I thought maybe not as many people would come and I was quite interested in the UK I think it's UK or UK Terrace if you can correct me because I can't remember (laughs) but it's just for 10 people and I was thinking like maybe we'd be small enough that I could get there Um, and I know there's quite a nice view from there. UK pub side. Pub side that's the one I knew you'd know. (laughs) (laughs) It's my (laughs) favourite. Yeah and that was the one that I was kind of thinking oh maybe I'll have a small enough party that I can get there but obviously our numbers were too big so we were allocated Canada Overlook and I was very nervous of there and I actually reached out on a couple of the bride groups asking because I know obviously there's a lot of low trees there and there was only one person actually that Uh, was in one of the groups that had photos from there Um, and her photos actually she had some really really good pictures which made me feel like okay maybe this will be okay when we got there our Disney photographer which was Jaime he had kind of set up on the right hand side of the area and so the trees there don't hang over quite as low Um, and we actually got some quite good photos we've got them back now and I have to say I'm really we've got some really really good pictures so in terms of the photography it was really good and obviously in terms of the view for our guests they all were absolutely raving about it they had a fantastic view you know my dad was like I love this my dad's 74 and it's very difficult for him to walk and uh, you know getting into the parks and stuff for him sometimes can be a bit of a struggle because he's fiercely independent and so sometimes standing and watching wishes and there's like hundreds of people all crowded around him, he, you know, he finds it really difficult. So to have that kind of experience of, you know, being able to sit there and enjoy a cup of tea and have his cakes and everything, he, you know, he said to me, he was like, I need to do this every time. <laughs> <laughs> so he, they absolutely loved it. All my family, a lot of them had never seen illuminations before. And that's something that, you know, all of them, since we've been at home, they talk about as kind of one of their standout things from the trip you know they absolutely loved it so I'm so glad that we did it and I'm kind of I'm glad that I took the risk as well because I was nervous of the of that particular area because I know obviously there's been a few kind of comments I've seen before especially about the trees but kind of our experience from it was that actually it was it was okay that's great yeah and as a viewer it's fine because you're standing under the trees yeah. not in your line of view yeah. so that's great to hear though that your photos also turned out really well do you have any recommendations from your dessert menu for other brides and grooms yeah so we kind of picked one of disney sent us across a list of kind of their standard menu items as it were and we picked the star buffet i think it was called we only changed one thing from there. I think it was one of the options was tiramisu, which is just not a favorite of anybody in any of our families. So we decided to opt out of that and we went for the fresh fruit platter. As I know, kind of my parents and stuff, when they've been there before, they're like, oh, you know, the fruit when you go to Florida is so good. You know, and everyone kind of always says that because the fruit sometimes in the UK isn't always the best. So, um, that was something that we decided to swap out, but we had lemon pound cake with the kind of raspberry coulis. We had the caramel ganache bars. We had mini eclairs, and I think they came with three different flavors. I think there was chocolate, strawberry, and I can't remember the other one, but there was definitely three different flavors. We had mini chocolate custard tarts with toasted marshmallow. There was key lime meringue tart. What else was there? I think that was it, actually. Uh, And then, obviously, it was just we stuck with the 
uh, standard drinks. So we just had the fruit punch and the, the selection of the teas and the coffees. We didn't add um, like a bill on consumption bar or we didn't add a drinks package or anything extra. Okay, great. This is great information. When you were planning, what were the most important aspects where you focused your attention and budget? I think probably the most important thing for us was the photography. We love our pictures here at home and we wanted to make sure that we had lots of beautiful photos of our wedding. So like I was saying earlier, it was really important for us that we kind of knew who our photographer was going to be. I have to say that we were incredibly lucky because although I didn't find out until a week before who our Disney photographer was going to be and when I actually was told the name, I didn't know at all who he was and so I was a bit of a Facebook stalker (laughs) I have to confess (laughs) and uh, I kind of put his name into Facebook and he came up he was the first person (laughs) I'm guessing because of like other different kind of Disney friends and things that I have there who obviously was the first person that popped up Um, so I was able to kind of talk to him directly beforehand Um, so we were really really lucky because we got on with Jaime so so well and his pictures were amazing And obviously, like I was saying earlier, we decided because we wanted to know who our photographer was, we decided to go with David and Vicky, who were absolutely fantastic as well. I mean, we got on with them so well. And literally, we had discussions with them about the type of photos that we wanted in the type of areas. We gave them a list of different family pictures that were important to us, and they got it 100% right. You know, everything. They knew everybody's names. Um, you know, our parents' names, they kind of really paid that extra attention to detail to make us feel really, really special. So that was kind of the area that we focused most of our budget on. And I have to say that so far we've had our sneak peeks back. We've got about 40 pictures back from David and Vicky and they're amazing. It was definitely, definitely worth spending the extra money and, and hiring the outside photographer for sure. That's fantastic. Were there any aspects that were less important where you saved some money or some effort? Yeah, I'd say for us in terms of decor, that was probably the area that we spent the least kind of attention on as such and kind of the least of our budget. For me, floral isn't massively important. So like I say, we didn't add, there are kind of packages that you can add on to the escape collection for floral, you know, scattered rose petals and things like that, that we didn't go with just because for me that wasn't important. I thought that Seabreeze Point, is kind of just beautiful on its own how it is and I didn't really need to add anything to it so that was kind of the area that we spent the kind of least amount of time worrying about really. Okay so what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day? I had a couple of favorite memories really um I loved the first look David was like when he came up to the room to start taking the photos with Vicky David was like I've already found this really really good spot and it's literally right outside your room so we were staying at pago pago at the polynesian and we literally came down the stairs tash had already got her kind of back to me and they've got a beautiful like pink tree i don't know the (laughs) the name what the what the flowers are but they have this kind of beautiful pink tree there and i have this kind of amazing memory of like when she turned around there's this amazing picture as well but i have this really good memory of like her face she did this big (gasps) gasp and this massive like smile on her face and she was like filling up with tears and for me that's like an amazing memory and i have to say that david and vicky kind of captured that so beautifully there's like this set of three photos of like her face doing this massive gasp and i just love that kind of so much with like all the beautiful 
plants and everything in the background. So that's one memory. The other memory was after our ceremony and we'd taken all our photos and everything, we were walking inside the yacht club and I was walking in with four of our kind of very best friends that came with us. Um, and that was like a little moment of just like our friendship group walking in. And some of the mouse keepers from the yacht club, they had seen us in the window and we had about six ladies that ha- were hanging out of the window and they were girls, girls, congratulations. Oh my goodness. You're a princess, you know, and, all. and it was just so funny. And there's this kind of, and there's a photo that Tasha's mum took, who was walking behind us of us kind of waving up at the mouse keepers and laughing. And, and uh, that was just such a funny kind of memory. And I just really enjoyed that little memory. <laughs> and probably my last, I know I probably should only have, you know, I'm only meant to have one memory, but my last favorite <laughs> memory is um, when, again, when I was walking through the boardwalk, there was these two little girls and they were with their mum and they stopped me and kind of had a little chat with me and they were like, mommy, it's a real princess. And, um, and I was like, oh my goodness, I want to cry. Cause it was like that, you know, six year old dream of like when you dress up and want to be Cinderella or you want to be Belle or whatever. And it was like, oh, actually this is like my moment, you know, and I really did kind of feel like a princess. I was like really, really touched. Um, and the mum and the mum was going to the girls like, yeah, she's a real princess. <laughs> and, um, so yes, yeah, so that was a really, really nice moment. That's wonderful. Now, was there anything that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected? Yeah, there were a couple of moments. The first one was I woke up, I'd had these shoes that I really, really had wanted. They were uh, an English uh, like bridal company called Rainbow, um, and they make kind of all different sorts of bridal shoes. And I'd fallen in love with this really, really high-heeled pair of shoes that have like a sparkly platform on the bottom. They're like a white satin on the top. And they have a sparkly heel. And I'd absolutely fallen in love with them. I'd bought these shoes. I'd come over to Florida. And obviously, I'm not used to the weather and the heat. I woke up on the day of the wedding. We'd already been there for about four days by then. And I woke up on the morning of the wedding. And my feet were so swollen that I couldn't fit in my shoes. And I was like, oh, my goodness, what am I going to do? Because obviously, my dress, I'm very short. I'm only five foot one. So with the heels, I was then about five foot five five foot six so I was like my dress now is going to be too long what on earth am I going to do so I was on the verge of tears and then my niece turned around and she was like oh you know the sparkly shoes that you got me well I I bought my own I have a pair she had a prom like I think about six months before and she'd bought herself for this prom a very similar pair of shoes then I'd bought her a pair to go with her bridesmaids dress and she'd actually brought the two pairs over to America um which I had no idea about and then she was like oh I have this pair of shoes in my bag why don't you try them on so I put her shoes on and everyone laughs and says oh you two girls are so alike there's only uh 10 years age gap between the two of us and uh we're exactly the same shoe size but her shoes were a little bit wider and they fit And they were perfect. Literally, they were absolutely perfect. So she saved the day. You're like having a Cinderella moment at your Disney wedding. Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. I was like, Alice, you're an absolute star. You've saved the day because I went from crying, thinking, what on earth am I going to do? Because, you know, my dress now is going to just look all wrong. It's going to be dragging on the floor. You know, it's going to be a disaster to, 
oh, this works, like this will do, change, <laughs> change a plan. So the only kind of way that my original shoes featured is that they, there was a picture taken of them uh, by David and Vicky, but, the, <laughs> but I didn't wear them at all. They didn't kind of feed it in the wedding after that at all. Uh, and the other thing that went a little bit wrong that was kind of also made for a funny moment was um, me and Tash have exactly the same wedding ring. The only difference is, is that mine is two sizes bigger than hers. So when um, Valerie, our officiant, had the rings kind of on her book of like the ceremony book Tash picked up her ring instead of mine and so when she went to put it on my finger it was it didn't go on it only went kind of as far as my knuckle and then was stuck so Tash had to she was going I give you this ring as a symbol of my love and and she got as far as that and then she was like uh I'm really sorry, Valerie, but this isn't the right ring. <laughs> and so, and then, so, and then Valerie was like, I took, because Valerie had gone to give Tash the, the ring that was actually mine. I think she obviously could see that mine was the slightly bigger finger. And Tash had gone, no, 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 that isn't the right one. Oh. She'd kind of whispered that. So actually Tash had completely made the mistake. So then obviously we had to kind of, she had to repeat her words again, which just obviously everybody was absolutely in hysterics laughing and, you know, just very typical kind of, you know, Tash mistake, bless her. But, <laughs> but they were kind of the only things that went wrong. They were, and they obviously, like I say, were very easily fixed mistakes. You know, there was no kind of big drama, I have to say, but just kind of those, those two little things that went wrong. That is wonderful to hear. There was one other thing, actually, that I forgot that did go wrong, which was um, when I got out of the limo at the boardwalk, I was met by our planner, Nicole. We went inside the boardwalk, and obviously she handed me, uh, with the escape, you get your flowers once you arrive to the uh, venue. So I think you can actually order them and pay a bit extra, I think, to come to the hotel room. But for me, that wasn't a big deal. So I picked up my bouquet at, at the boardwalk. And she handed me my bouquet. And then all of a sudden I realized um, my grandma, she passed away a couple of years ago. Um, and I'd had a bouquet charm made with her picture inside. And I realized that I'd forgot it inside the limo. I'd left my handbag in there. Um, and I'd left it in the bag in the limo, which had driven away. Oh. So I had these big tear-filled eyes again for the second <laughs> time. <laughs> and I went to Nicole oh, my bouquet charm is in the limo. And she was like, don't worry, that's fine. Don't get upset. Two seconds and I'll have it fixed. And she went off, made a phone call. And within less than five minutes, she came to me with the bouquet charm in her hand. So she'd gone into the limo and rescued out my bouquet charm for me. Yeah. And then obviously she tied it all on and was like, look, don't worry, it's all fine. That's <laughs> So again, it was, you know, everything was easily fixed I thought they were a big deal at the time you know for all of two minutes and then they were solved so that's great is there anything you know now that you wish you'd known when you were planning I think actually that's I can hear Tash in the background she's saying that I think the thing that we were kind of or the thing that I wish that I would say timings of things I think that although we kind of were given a plan of like how the day would flow I kind of wish that um I'd known that it was kind of as simple as that because it they kind of make it feel very or they make it sound like it's going to be very complicated but actually they kind of put you in the place that you need to be at the right time for one of a better word whereas I kind of was very worried of like 
oh, you know, I'm going to need to really make sure that I'm not there. Because they write on your BEO, you know, if you turn up late, your ceremony might not go ahead. And they, they make it feel very stressful. But actually, everybody kind of puts you in the place that you need to be at the time. And I think in the weeks kind of leading up to the wedding, I'd been really saying to Tash, like, you know, I'm really going to need to make sure that I'm here at this point and I'm really going to need to make sure that I'm there at that point. But actually they have it so organized that you are there in that time, you know, but I'd made such a big stress of that and it really didn't need to be. <laughs> so other than relax, do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney brides and grooms? Yeah. Um, I think my biggest thing would be make sure you do your own research. I had kind of already was aware luckily about your podcast. I was aware about the Passporter Guide. I was already a member of Dis Brides um, and we also have a group called UK Disney Brides, um, which I found when I was doing my planning as well. And for me, doing my own research and kind of using the groups and asking people questions that had been married before was kind of the best resource really because I found that it wasn't until I would ask the questions that Disney would offer up the information little things like the dessert party, you know, they never told me that I could walk over International Gateway. I read that in the guide. And so I then asked the question, well, because I'm at the Yachtsman and can't I just walk over International Gateway? And then they were like, oh yeah, you can. <sighs> but before that, it, they would say things like, oh, you know, you need the minivan or you need this. And, and it wasn't until I had done the research and asked those questions. So I think for brides, it's kind of, it's important to do a little bit of your own research um, or certainly ask Disney the questions, you know, is it possible to do this? Because I find that they don't always freely offer that information up. Um, again, I found out in the different groups and things that I could move the photography package and have my own vendors. So again, when I asked Disney the question, they were like, yeah, that's fine. But they don't just offer that information up on a platter as it were. So it's definitely valuable to kind of, you know, make sure that you're, you're doing your own research and asking those questions yourself. That's great advice. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? Yeah, I have some pictures on my Instagram account. I have, like I was saying, I'm a member of UK Disney Brides and also Dis Brides. And I've post made tons of posts on there of our park shoot pictures and our ceremony pictures, the sneak peeks and things that we have. Tash also has a Tumblr account, which is called Disney Fairy Tale Wedding, which I can't believe that they haven't coined that already for themselves. <laughs> I'm quite surprised. <laughs> and she's been posting different pictures and, and things on there. Um, so they're kind of the main ones, really, that we have. Okay, great. Well, Kimberly, thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me today. I think this has been really helpful for anyone planning from the UK or planning an escape event and maybe wants to add some extra things like a dessert party. So I appreciate your taking the time. Oh, thank you for speaking with me. I've really enjoyed it. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's fairy tale weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at Passporter.com slash weddings.asp. 
or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com.